Welcome to the Inner Glow podcast. My name is Stepanka and I am a clinical hypnotherapist and your empowerment coach. Each episode is designed to help you feel empowered, confident and to help you create the life of your dreams. I help women to overcome their fears, worries, insecurities and anxiety so that they no longer feel like their life is on hold. I believe that it is time for you to step back into your power. I combine hypnotherapy, spiritual mindset principles with the energetics, which I believe is the perfect blend for a modern day woman. Are you ready to shift your life to the next level? If yes, then you are in the right place. Let's get into it. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to another podcast episode with Stepanka. And today I have got a very special guest here with me. I'm really excited about today's podcast episode. I'm here with Francesca, who is a coach for success-driven women who want to release control, perfectionism, and overwhelm so they can create a focused and empowered flow state, reclaim their feminine nature, and accelerate their growth. Francesca is a dear friend of mine, a fellow colleague, and I know that she's absolutely outstanding at what she does. She guides women to really embrace who they are, to know and own their full potential, and to embody more flow to help them achieve the business, the career, the life they truly desire with ease, fun, pleasure, joy, and fulfillment. Francesca has also developed her three-step signature method called the Empower and Flow Method. And she uses holistic productivity, embodiment work, mindset strategies to help her clients reach their next level of growth. And I have got Francesca here with us on the podcast because I would love for her to really Tell us more about her signature method, about holistic productivity, fulfillment, feminine energy, and much more. So hello, Francesca, and welcome. Hi, Stefanka. Thank you so much for that wonderful introduction. So happy to be here. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really excited about diving into all those juicy topics, really. (laughs) So how are you today? I'm good. I'm doing really well. It's sunny outside in rainy Belgium. (laughs) So it's all good. (laughs) Amazing. So can you tell us a little bit more? Obviously, I've tried explaining what you do, but could you tell us with your own words how you help your clients and what kind of work and magic you do with them? Yeah, so I help women with specifically in a more, like it's exactly what you said, actually. It was very, very well said. I help women who have big goals or you have goals, you know, like goals that they want to achieve, a certain lifestyle that they want, a certain career that they want or business. I help them release um, overwhelm. I help them release overthinking, being over-controlling. And also um, fatigue and really exhaustion coming from working hard and working a lot. So I help them move them into the way, the working hard, the feminine way. So it's really about balancing structure and flexibility and finding the sweet spot 
with the right amount of structure, the right amount of flexibility, the right amount of action, taking action towards our goals, and the right amount of self-care and nourishing and, um, you know, being women, really, because um, it's lately, it's, it's basically the way that we can work hard as women embracing all of who we are, our, our feminine potential, our natural cycle, for example, as well, mm -hmm. in a masculine world. And so, yeah, I love that. <laughs> mm, amazing, so potent, very much needed in today's world because I feel like the old paradigm of trying to make it in the men's world is falling away and we are establishing like the new paradigm. Like in my work, I love calling it the new earth or like the new earth paradigm for us women and everyone else on the planet but you and i we focus mainly on the work with women so i love that it's so amazing so how did you get around doing this like what is your own story what led you in uh helping women with all of this so it's what I call, um, regarding the paradigm, it's what I call the paradigm of the feminine or the paradigm of flow. So I love 100%. that. <laughs> paradigm of the feminine. Yes. yes. I think I, I totally agree with you. It's time it's time to like for a shift <laughs> and it, it comes what I do today it comes from my own story. I hit burnout five years ago. So I was always very disciplined, very structured. I grew up being like in a family who like, I love my parents and I have like, I was blessed with amazing parents and they were also um, rewarding me for being like doing well in school, being a good girl, as you can say, being very disciplined. I used to do ballet and I wanted to become a professional dancer at some point. Um, and so I was very, very structured, very into, I, I need the best grades and I need to do my absolute best. And so, but the, the problem was like, I had a very poor mindset around success and achievement because I, I was seeking, I was very insecure as you, as many girls are when they're teenagers right insecurity is a big thing and what happened was i was i was seeking approval and validation from the external world and the way that i was doing that was through and eventually that led to my burnout five years ago uh -huh. and i was very young like hitting burnout at around at 21 um, is very young. And this is when I, I had to recover. So I, I was, I went to therapists and coaches and I started learning, like, of course, healing, um, and recovering myself, but also learning that a whole world opened up for me. And it was the world of like energy management and, um, and really being productive and managing your time in a way that, makes you feel good and in a way that doesn't make you fall into burnout again mm -hmm. and then eventually i learned about a ton of different techniques and strategies i learned about mindfulness and meditation embodiment and strategies and then and then eventually also like i embarked on my spiritual journey from there and um then i discovered about and the energetics you know like um energy and that i have an energetic body and i discovered um, I learned about masculine and feminine and, you know, I integrated all of this into the work that I do. So it's really the result of my own journey and then it's sharing 
what I know with other people, which led me to turn my passion into my job. And this was about two years ago. So here I am today. And I'm really passionate about it because I, I really believe that there is such a need to shift this paradigm that we were talking about because burnout is just an epidemic and we there's so much burnout especially for women and burnout is not just like to the point where you are totally totally depleted and exhausted burnout is also like there are five different stages that lead to burnout and sometimes people just know about the last final one when they're diagnosed and they don't think about all the rest that comes before that and it's there's so much we can do to just live a better life and still achieve our goals. Yeah, prevent it rather than going through it like you yes. did it. So you did it for your clients and now you can <laughs> help them to stay away from burnout and really find the sweet spot you mentioned. I mean, this is what I thought, like you were really young, like to go through burnout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was pretty intense and no... In the beginning, actually, a funny story, I was told, oh, like my doctor said, you know, I was suffering from insomnia and my doctor said, you know, just go get some sleep, girl, like just sleep. Because I, I cannot sleep, I'm trying to, I just can't. And so this is how much sometimes the signs, the signals of, you know, something is wrong are, can be overlooked. And especially if you're not, if you don't fit the typical profile of someone who has burnout or someone who is unfulfilled, because sometimes in, on paper, everything looks good, but then it's just on paper and the way that you feel it doesn't match what's on paper. Mm, yeah. And I, like, I really resonate with many parts of your story because I feel we are, or we were very similar and we've been through similar things. Like I was a really like a high achiever at grammar school then at university and you know the same thing we get praised for getting good grades we get praised for being the good girl so obviously then we don't want to really get off the hamster wheel we just want to be in the hamster wheel because that's what we know as the right thing to do which obviously can lead to unfulfillment and depression in some cases anxiety burnout because it's just not sustainable, is it? No, 100% <laughs> agree. It's not sustainable. And, and also this is like about the hustle and grind. Um, it's something that we know that works. So because it's familiar to us and we know that it works in theory. So you've got, you get results by doing things a certain way, by hustling and grinding, by working hard, like super, super hard and exhausting yourself, you know that you get results. Okay. It's not, however, it's not sustainable. And the problem is how do I feel safe and feel okay with embracing a new way of doing things and still get results? Because this is really the, the obstacle for most women. And it was for me as well. Like, how do I make sure that I still succeed, that I still achieve my goals by doing something that is not known to be, to lead me to what I want in a way. I hope yeah. this makes sense. <laughs> it does. And this is exactly why I wanted you to come on the podcast because this is a common problem. Like more and more women are opening up to the fact that I don't have to be 
like a hamster in that wheel. I don't have to be doing, doing 24 seven because we know it doesn't lead to anything good. It can lead to us having bad mood, then being unable to communicate what we really want and so on. It's just not sustainable long-term. At the same time, when we do that, when we start embracing like, okay, I'm just gonna balance things out. I'm gonna look after myself. I'm gonna prioritize self-care. Then what can happen is that guilt arises because this is such a new territory and we come across guilt like oh my god i just took a nap in the afternoon like something bad's gonna happen yes yes and i still have that you know like i just on mm. monday i have realized that i still like i do my own thing i've become really good over time at just doing my own thing that i know works for me it makes me mm -hmm. feel good but sometimes there's still that comparison because you're looking externally and you see other people in that hustle and grind. And so yeah. that makes you compare. And then there, that's where the guilt come from. And it's, it's really, it's, it's just normal. And it's about like learning. It's about, you know, knowing that you are doing it for you. So you really need to know why you're doing this. So you really need to know why you want to step out of, the hamster the hamster cage no what, what was it that you said <laughs> the hamster wheel yes um which to me feels like a a cage <laughs> which yeah so you really need to know why you want to and if you have that strong why then it's going to be that much easier to mm. keep sticking to what you know is right for you and best for you and the kind of life that you want because so many people embark on careers businesses relationships and all of that because ultimately they want to feel good like the the, the goal ultimately is the feeling it's the experience it's the mem it's the memories you can make um sometimes freedom independence all of that however we we believe that it's it's a little bit of a paradox because we believe that by feeling shitty in a way so by by working ourselves to the ground and doing all of them being in that hustle and grind mentality we believe that that is the way to freedom independence feeling amazing but how how is that possible yeah. <laughs> if you think about it how is that possible because the more yeah because the more you do you're going to attract the what do you you what do you think what do you believe and what do you do like it, it's you're going to like attracts like so how is it possible that you attract something where you feel good? It's almost like we have this goal destination in mind and the journey doesn't matter. So I'm, I'm going to get there. I know I'll have to work really hard. I'll have to sacrifice this and that. And actually it's about realizing that is the journey that matters, like the goal it might even change. Like the thing is, it might even change along the way or you might actually get there, achieve everything you wanted and feel shit. Excuse my French. <laughs> you know, you're gonna feel shit because you are burnt out, you are exhausted. And that's the point when we get to something and we don't feel anything. So I love how you are embracing that is the journey that matters, which essentially is very much linked to the feminine as well, because feminine is all about feeling, experiencing, enjoying things in the here and now. So Francesca, how would you really 
explain like what the flow state what is flow state and yeah what's your perception of it okay so flow state is a very scientific and there's ton of research around it mm -hmm. uh, per se so when we talk about flow state it's really something that is researched based, research based it's really something that was in it's a term that was invented um by someone called a psychologist called Mihai Csikszentmihalyi, uh, impossible name to write, uh, but I just learned the pronunciation, so that's good. <laughs> um, and it's actually a different from my my how I use often the, the the world the word flow that I love. So when I talk about flow, I usually talk about a productive flow and finding kind of your rhythm and your balance in a way as a woman. Whereas a flow state per se, really the term, and is really like a state of mind where you are totally, totally immersed in what you are doing in the moment. It's very much like um, when artists um, do their work, their magic, like when they're painting, writing, or um, they're, uh, they are in the performance. It's even um, running sometimes can be that. Um, anything that really where you really get immersed in what you're doing and you lose touch with the the environment externally and you you don't think that you don't you know you don't have you don't feel hunger you don't feel any of that because you're so into what you're doing and so it's more like it's really high performance learn how to get into this state and this is part of what i teach um, and it's basically the good, the way that you do that is by having a good balance between the challenge. So you know what your goal is. And once you have clarity around your goal, the way that you create flow state and tap into it is by balancing the level of challenge and the level of skills that you have. So you need to find, it needs to be, the goal you're working towards needs to be challenging enough for you. Mm. At the same time, you need to feel confident about the skills that you have to achieve that goal. So you need to be in the sweet spot. You need to find the sweet spot between how challenging you feel and how confident you feel that you can do it based on your skills. And so you, need, you either need to increase or decrease the challenge, um, how challenging that goal is for you, or you need to work on your skills, for example. Mm -hmm. It's really about that. And so this is re the, the real definition of flow state. And I, my, the way that I talk about flow state more in general is more about like flow, productive flow in terms of finding your balance, your rhythm, your everyday flow so that you feel really good. Um, yeah. yeah. That's what we are interested. That's what we are interested in. This is what we want to hear more about. Could you please expand on that a little more? Because I know I love your perception of flow state. I love how you use it in your work. So tell us a little more about holistic productivity, about your empower and flow method, and yeah, like why is it good? What does it look like? How can we start applying it to our life? Yay! So it's my favorite thing to talk about. <laughs> so um, when I talk about when productive flow, like finding your flow um, and that balance is really about creating a balance and knowing that it's a moving target. 
And it's, it's something that everyone, so when we talk about work-life balance, for example, it's something that everyone, like, so we all know what it is. And so we have an idea, but it's a very general, it's very general. It doesn't feel very tangible. It becomes very tangible when you are, you, you are a little bit methodical about it. And so this is why I talk about, I have the empower and flow method. And it's because what you need to think about the three, three key things there to make sure that you have your productive flow and you, you are in a state of flow um, every single day. And so the, the three key factors are awareness and really being connected, awareness about yourself and what you want and really being connected to yourself. So it's the connection to yourself, your own person internally, regardless of anything on the outside. And so that you feel truly empowered from within to do, to go about your day, to go about your life and your own way in a way that is just for yourself. And then the other, the other two factors are structure and flexibility, which you can think um, about in terms of masculine and feminine energy as well. So structure and the masculine is everything that is related to energy management, time management, and how can you, how can you be, how can you use structure to support you? And then the flexibility and the feminine part of it is more about how can you take care of yourself and nourish yourself um, so that you, everything that you do, every single effort that you do more in your masculine is not depleting you, but it's actually balanced. So it's about the self-care, it's about your mindset and your attitude. It's about setting the right boundaries and feeling good about yourself and cultivating like, and the joy in your life and things that make you happy, more playfulness and your health and all of that. And so this is what I like all together, it's a lot and it's what I call holistic productivity. And it's holistic because I don't know if you've ever, if anyone has <laughs> ever looked for productivity tips online and you find an article on Forbes or entrepreneur.com <laughs> or something similar, that says, okay, here are the top productivity tips from successful entrepreneurs. And then you have all these tips and they're just very disconnected and they're just very random. And I believe when it comes to productivity, productivity is a consequence of a series of things that you do or don't do and your mindset and all of that. So holistic because I call it holistic because it keeps into account everything like you're the person that you are, your personality, what you truly need in the moment, um, your goals, and also your circumstances. So it's very comprehensive. It's not just, okay, here's a strategy that works best statistically, you know, because statistically, yes, awesome, good, good to know. But then we need to apply it. And then we don't want to, like we, so many times I have felt so frustrated that a strategy didn't work for me. And the same happened to my clients. And the reason why it doesn't work for you sometimes is that, is that it's just not for you because it doesn't match who you are and what you want in this moment, right? So the strategy doesn't really matter if you don't have all the rest. So if you don't have 
that connection to yourself and if you don't come from a place of self-love and self-respect and then there's strategy yeah mm. so it's like the perfect combination and it makes sense and this is why you call it holistic productivity and the flow state because it just works all together so if i summarize it um your empower and flow method is like awareness being like connected to yourself being present and really embracing the current life experience then there is the feminine energy piece which is like the flexibility your own energy how you look after yourself how you really fill up your own inner well and then the third piece is the masculine part masculine energy which is the actual strategy this could be let's say the to-do list the plan for the month ahead and yeah exactly yes exactly and it can look differently for different people and also mm -hmm. for the same person at different times yeah. because we all have seasons and mm -hmm. it's not going to be the same like what i need right now isn't the same as what i needed a few months ago and it's the same for everyone. So it's really about, this is why the awareness piece comes first and the connection piece comes first. And it's not about, it's actually backwards. I think in going back to what we were saying about paradigms, um, we have been taught to adapt to the external world. So we have been taught to learn a strategy and implement a certain strategy and then like that is the first piece and actually no. the results <laughs> and I, yeah exactly and then it's it's actually not how it works and that is the cause like thinking in that way is the cause of so much procrastination and so much unfulfillment and guilt it's because we make ourselves wrong for not being able to stick to a strategy that wasn't even created for us so it doesn't make sense. It, it, it starts from you and the connection that you have to yourself and then, and then everything else, but it starts from you. Absolutely. I love that. And it makes so much sense that actually the awareness and connection piece comes first. And then we create from that space, from that energy, because like you said, we do go through seasons and this is when I, you know, you my love, I always say like, I have to remind my clients that they are not robots because they expect like, I'm going to feel the same every single day. Like, um, what's, what's wrong with me? Like I'm feeling this way today or, uh, or even when you break it down to food, like maybe sometimes the same bowl of cereals is enough for you in the morning and the next week on the same day, it won't be enough because your body is changing. Like we are in a constant state of ebb and flow and we are not meant to be the same. We are cyclic beings. Like we are constantly going through different cycles. So I love how you bringing it all together and really bridging like the old paradigm and the new paradigm of the feminine or how you like to call it exactly because the feminine is something that needs to come back in a yeah. way we need it to come back and we are the ones who can bring it back by embodying it right and at the same time though the action is still important the problem is just that it has been glorified you know like yeah the pro that is the problem it, it's not a, like business yes. has been glorified like you know 
Yes. Like a badge of honor. Like I'm busy. (laughs) Yes, I'm busy. And if I'm not busy, there's something wrong. Well, no. (laughs) And as you say, yes, we're cyclical beings. And I I love that you touched on that because I work a lot um, using the menstrual cycle as well. I have, like I, I have discovered this um and how to use my menstrual cycle as a superpower instead of how to work against it or to numb it or pretend it doesn't exist <laughs> and it ha- it makes such a huge difference because it makes you such so much more aware especially as a woman of how you are a cyclical being and not every day is going to be the same and that's actually normal and this is what you want because it's we have a monthly cycle even naturally so our body goes through that and so it's normal that we don't we are not as productive at every single day and it's normal that we don't have the same creativity every single day or the same intuition every single day and that's totally okay and it's about learning how to work with it instead of against it yeah exactly it's never really been taught at schools and we obviously men are going through a 24-hour cycle it's totally different from us women so it's okay like to Mm -hmm. feel differently it's okay to feel emotional one day and then incredibly strong and powerful the next day like there is nothing wrong with you (laughs) no yeah exactly yeah amazing thank you so much i absolutely loved how you explained it and how it all falls in place so i know you talk a lot about embracing the feminine and i know like from you and i chatting together and you know knowing each other for a while i know you have been embracing the feminine paradigm in your own life and you help your clients to do the same could you expand a little bit on this as well please Yes. So when it comes to embracing the feminine, it's something where a lot of guilt comes up, as you say. And so I had to go about it step by step and slowly, gradually, and the same for my clients. Mm-hmm. Um, the Because otherwise it, it gets like overwhelming and it's not what you want because you're going to get like burnt and you don't, and then you're going to just give up on it. So it's really about re- rediscovering yourself as as a woman and just first of all recognizing that you have like you need things that sometimes are different from what your partner needs what your friends need um, and you process emotions in a different way mm-hmm. and all of that so it's about building that connection with your body again and um, becoming more aware and more empowered as well so it's really the, the way that I went about it to make it like really more tangible um, for anyone who would love to do that is I, I used to be very much in my masculine. I, I think I have lived, I lived 95% in my masculine <laughs> and then five, only 5% in my feminine. So I had a lot of work to do there. Like many other women, right? Like many, many women are in their masculine a lot because of different reasons. And I had to bring up the feminine in the way that I had to, like the first thing that I had to do, for example, and I believe so many have to do as well, is why, <laughs> why you're doing it and why, why do you need it? And what I mean by this is really understand, like find the self-love and self-worth 
that are going to help you in this. If you don't love, deeply love yourself and think that you are worthy of embracing yourself as a woman fully, even in the way that you work, nothing else that you can do is really going to help you bring up that feminine because you have you don't really respect that part of you. And if you don't if you don't respect it, it's hard to get curious about it. It's hard to do things um, that keep that keep you that put you more in your feminine, if it makes sense. So it's really about self-worth and self-respect and coming from that place of self-love. And at the same time, it's about the little practices, right? So taking baths, like that was something that I used to think I don't have time because I have to like fill up the, the bathtub and I don't have time. And yeah, sometimes I still like I still think I don't have time and it, it makes sense, but it comes like it's it's from a totally different place. It's like, do I need a bath? I'm going to take one, even if it takes 10 minutes longer for me, even if I have to wait. And it's really about I talk about like practices just like taking a bath, going for a walk, um, really taking like reading books that you love making time for all of those things, um, enjoying a meal that you really, really love. Um, and all of that is really about, it, it, it has to come from yourself asking the question, what do I need in this moment? Mm. And this is how I was really able to bring up more of these practices. It's not like a checklist that you have. Okay, so let me see. This is the checklist of the feminine. So <laughs> I have to do breath work, meditation, journaling, reading, take a bath, go for a walk. It's, and then check these things off. This is still the masculine. So you're trying to take care of yourself still the masculine way. So that is still masculine because you're, yeah. the masculine is controlling the feminine always. In when, when you were thinking this way. So what you have to do is actually ask, what do I need right now? And then do whatever you really need mm -hmm. and whatever you really crave and not judge it. Um, this is like the hardest part is like, don't judge it. <laughs> don't judge it. If you need to take a nap, don't judge it, take a nap and then move, move on. And it takes, it's very gradual because again, the guilt is going to come up. So the more gradually you go about it, the better it's going to be um, to manage that guilt and almost get used to that little voice in your head who is still going to tell you, hey, no, like you don't deserve to take a nap right now because you haven't done enough for the day or something like that. No deserving. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So it's really about, I think, cultivating your feminine. This is why usually, like, I love the fact that I can, I was in, in a community and I could do this. Um, also like with you and the other girls in the mastermind that we are with, for example. And I love like working with clients in groups in the community with this because the community aspect is so important when it comes to this because it's really going to help you raise your self-worth and see that you actually deserve this for yourself. And also it's going to help you share that you feel guilty. Mm. and the 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 and the moment you can share it and say it out loud yeah it, it almost goes away because you understand how silly it is in a way that you feel guilty for that and that is going to help you grow so much more so the fact of doing this along with other women 
really helps you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's like a beautiful combination of doing the self-care, looking after your yourself and your inner feminine as well, but in a feminine way, not make it like a regime, like a routine I have to stick to and it needs to happen in this way. So really, I feel like the flexibility piece is coming into play again, like being yeah. flexible without judging it, like checking in and tuning in, like what is it that I need right now? Like what would help me feel better? What would help me to raise my vibe, for example, and then go from there onwards? Yes, and slowing down as well, because sometimes we, especially as women, because we tend to be able to do lots of things, right? Like we have so much energy, um, usually, like naturally, um, of course, not if you feel burnt out, that's another story, but naturally we have so much energy. We are wired to carry babies, right? And to nurture our babies. So we have so much to give. And what this means sometimes that we have like our brain, our mind races and goes like a million miles an hour. And so this is also about like slowing down and really making sure that you are more in your body, in your body than you are in your head. Um, as a woman because and that that's so important that's so 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 important that's going to help you with really actually giving yourself what you need instead of what you believe you need or what you think you're supposed to do and all those shoulds and all those things yeah yeah yeah, I totally love that so thank you so much for sharing that so what are your favorite like non-negotiable non-negotiable practices okay so for me it's journaling and then it's music and dancing um Mm -hmm. i am i love 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 dancing and even though i do mostly ballet which is very technical and it's not like free moving it's not Mm -hmm. it's very yeah it's very structured in a way i still love it and and that is because it brings me back to it brings me back in time to when I was a teenager and I was or a kid and I was doing ballet so I feel like a kid again in a way um and dancing in general though like I can dance whatever dance like I can randomly start dancing during the day um and just do that and music is also really good for me like I, I always have like some type of music and I, to really to get in the feminine something that I love doing is to just if I have a song in mind without even without a reason I'm just gonna play it because I know that that's gonna I don't know sometimes I feel like that is what my body is asking me hey play that song I really want to hear that song and so I'm gonna listen to that song um I love and I love journaling because it really helps me reflect and it's 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 my ritual so when we talk about routines and rituals I really love talking about rituals more than I love routines because routines are still in that a little bit of masculine control. Whereas a ritual is just, you know, my morning ritual. I have that time for myself. And then what I choose to do with that time is totally up to how I feel on that day. So I love um, that journaling is always something that I I, I want to do that. I genuinely want to do that every single day. So it's totally non-negotiable for me to have my journal and have my coffee and my and journal and do my journaling session. And so, yeah, those would be the three. 
I love that. Yeah, I think this is really key. We need to learn that routine could still be in the masculine, like when it's a to-do list, when it's a chore, and actually on the day you feel totally different. So actually what happened to me today, and I think it's quite relevant, so I'll share it. I had been feeling a little rough in the past couple of days, not feeling my best, feeling a little low on energy. So I feel my body was either fighting something off because I also got a cold sore on my lip. And that's always a sign for me. My body is fighting something. So I took it easy on my days of Tuesday, Wednesday. And yesterday I was just flowing and just get, you know, doing whatever needed to be done, but in a way that wasn't exhausting. And this morning I knew I needed expressly. So instead of having an hour long routine like I usually have something around like 40 to 60 minutes I gave myself extra hour of sleep (laughs) because I knew it was more important than doing meditation than doing breath work because that's what I really felt I needed a lot more than anything else Mm-hmm. and my old me would be like freaking out like oh my god you've been in bed until this time you need to get up you need to be productive and you shouldn't admit it that you had a lion like in the middle of the week <laughs> yes I hear you on this and this is so important it's about it's really makes me think about trust and self-trust and the fact that sometimes just because we allow ourselves to do something like sleeping in or sleeping one more hour because we really need it we tend to think that oh, it means that I'm not going to accomplish anything in the day. It means that I'm going to get behind or it means that, you know, if I allow myself to be more my feminine and tune into what I really, really need, I'm going to become super lazy and be a couch potato, not do anything. And it's totally not true. And if you, it's about self-trust. So obviously now like you trust yourself enough um, to know that even if you, you know, you, you're going to have those thoughts Um, But at the same time, you're still like, you know, that if you sleep one more hour, you're going to have more energy, you're going to be more like in in such a better mood and you can be more in sort of service to your clients and your community. And that's uh, because of self-trust, right? Because if you don't trust yourself and you try to rely on all the external things um, to keep you on track and there's no need to like for all those external external things to keep you on track if you trust yourself and yeah yeah exactly this is it because when a routine or a ritual becomes like a chore and you're not really feeling it there is no point like why would you even do this this is why we do it to actually help us feel in the flow to be in the flow and yeah so i know like tomorrow i might get up earlier and I might end up doing more of a organized structured routine and that's fine and I think this is like the flexibility the feminine piece like being okay with how it's going to look like it doesn't have to be that structured and it might look different every single day because again we are cyclical beings yes 100% (laughs) thank you so much Francesca this was so insightful and I know you do some amazing work so where can the women and listeners of this podcast find you like how can they connect with you how can they learn more about the magic you create 
Yeah, so um, I am on Instagram at Francesca underscore Feminine Flow. And I have a Facebook group that's called Empowered Women in Flow, um, where I also do a lot around um, really embracing your feminine and balancing that structure and flexibility. And I usually do challenges in there and all that fun stuff. And otherwise about like blogs and um all of how you can work with me, all of that, it's just on my website. It's francescabaschetta.com. I think it's going to be easier for people to actually read it because <laughs> it's a long yeah. Italian name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to put all the links in the description in the you know show notes yeah. so they can just click. Yeah, and then I have a podcast as well. If you love listening to podcasts, and I also have an episode with Stepanka, um, <laughs> and it's called The Empowering Flow Podcast. Yes, love that podcast. Loved our latest interview on your podcast as well. Really me juicy. Me too. Yes, me too. So juicy. <laughs> so much, Francesca. And there is one question I like to ask on this podcast. Like, is there something that really helps you glow from the inside out? Because this podcast is called the Inner Glow Podcast. If you had to say between one to two things, what would it be? Dancing and laughing, <laughs> for sure. Dancing though, like, yeah, like forget about ballet and contemporary and forget about the technique. <laughs> so it's really about just moving and just putting on a song that I love, um, preferably an 80s song. <laughs> and then just laughing. I yeah. love, love, love laughing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and definitely like, your face lit up when you laugh when you smile it's totally different energy love that 100 <laughs> percent, yeah <laughs> thank you so much for being here as a guest and to all of the listeners please connect with francesca she's awesome and you will love watching her stories listening to her tips to her podcast she is an expert at what she does thank you so much for having me and thank you everyone for listening thank you Thank you for listening. If you loved this episode, please feel free to leave me a five-star iTunes review. Share it on your Instagram stories or recommend this podcast to your friends. For more high vibes, live trainings, well-being tips and loads of fun, come and join me in my Facebook group called Empowered Women, Shine Bright and Be Yourself. You can find the link in my bio. You can also follow me on Instagram at stepanka underscore kuralova. For more information, go to the show notes. Loads of love.